0: Welcome to On The Move, the global mobility podcast brought to you by Vialto Partners. Vialto is your ally in mobility, tax and immigration solutions. We spark meaningful growth for your business and your people. At Vialto, we push the boundaries of global mobility, powering positive outcomes in business and beyond. Our teams partner closely with you providing extensive expertise and seamless tech-enabled experiences so you can mobilize a dynamic global workforce and unlock potential.
1: Hi there and welcome to On The Move, the Vialto Partners Global Mobility Podcast. This episode is part of our ongoing series talking about the employment tax and social security considerations you need to make when your organization is employing contingent workers. And today we are going to talk about how that applies to Austria. I'm Matthias Schmidt and I'm an employment tax partner with Vialto based in Munich, Germany. And today I'm joined by my colleague Evelyn Kappel, who is a senior manager in our employment tax practice in Vienna. So the perfect person to shed light on what's happening on the grounds in Austria. So Evelyn, first of all, thank you for joining us today. The first question I have for you is really about the overall market for contingent labor in Austria. Have you seen any increase in contingent workers and what's driving that?
2: Thanks for having me today, Matthias. And yes, generally, we are seeing an increase in the use of contingent workers here in Austria. First of all, during the COVID-19 crisis, we saw a growing trend towards self-employment as new business ideas were created or established businesses were expanded online things like language lessons and online coaching sessions. It's actually quite common for companies to engage those types of coaches and teachers on a contract basis. In addition, we are seeing real skill shortages in some areas like the IT sector that are driving companies to contract individuals with specialized knowledge. A lot of companies are also using freelance platforms to find specialists in sectors like engineering, finance, HR, and life sciences. Those freelance agencies might also assist with the contracting and other administrative services. The last thing we are seeing is the general trend towards remote work, which really accelerated during the Pandemic, A lot of foreign companies tend to set up service contracts with Austrian individuals instead of employment contracts because the foreign company wants to shift the responsibility of employment taxes to the individual.
1: That's interesting. So, with the rise of contingent workers in Austria, There's probably a few things that companies have to consider differently from an employment tax perspective compared to a regular employment, right?
2: Yes, absolutely, Matthias. There's a lot of potential risk here that employers need to be aware of. First, the employer has the risk that authorities might reclassify contracts for services into employment contracts. Also, the individual could claim the entitlements of an employment relationship. If the reclassification happens, the deemed employer has to pay Social Security contributions retroactively for up to five years. It might be possible to offset it with self-employment contributions, but it's still going to result in additional payments. In addition to that, the deemed employer is also going to be liable for the payment of wage taxes, as if the individual would have been treated as an employee.
1: So, there's a significant potential wage tax burden and social security burden here for the employer. Anything else?
2: Yes, there's even more. There are a few categories of non-wage employer costs that could potentially become due and which are Typical for Austria, things like municipal tax, contributions to the family assistance fund, surcharge to the family assistance fund, and contributions to the severance payment fund. The reclassification also leads to the application of Austrian labor law. The former self employed individual could claim additional payments like the statutory 13th and 14th salary, holiday, and illness reimbursements. And on top of all this, the deemed employer may be liable for penalties for potential wage and social dumping, especially if an underpayment of wages took place based on the applicable labor law regulations.
1: Alright, so definitely there are some potential financial risks here. We know that a lot of governments around the world are looking for ways to raise their revenues. Are we seeing an increase in audit activities also from the Austrian authorities? Are there any specific types of workers that they are focusing on?
2: Yeah, deemed employment was always somehow in the focus of the Austrian authorities. And yes, we are seeing a lot of recent court decisions in connection with categories like cleaning staff, care staff fitness trainers, or food deliverers.
1: Got it. Uh, So next to the financial risk, lots of potential risk for audit here. Do you have any concrete and specific advice for our listeners about how employers can reduce that potential risk when it comes to contingent workers?
2: Generally speaking, the tax authorities in Austria have very high requirements for defining self-employed workers. First, the workers must be able to freely decide about their working time and working place. Second, they can't be integrated into the organization of the contracting entity, things like a company email address or contact details on the company website. They shouldn't be tied to the contracting organization that way. The self-employed person should have their own website and should also be able to offer their own services to other clients. They need to be using their own equipment to do the work, things like a mobile phone and laptop. Their project should be well-defined with a project start and end date and a specific scope of services. It also has to be clear that the self-employed person could be substituted by other individuals and, at best, that this substitution is actually also carried out. It's really important that they shouldn't receive fixed monthly amounts that might be compared to a salary. Instead, the payment should be dependent on the progress of the services they are contracted for. There can't be any holiday regulations nor any payments during holidays and the self-employed person should not receive any social benefits from the company. And then lastly, a couple of more things. There shouldn't be any competitive clause in the contract and the self-employed person should take over the guarantee for the services rendered. All this said, the actual working reality is what's important here. The contract should be executed with all of these considerations in mind but the company can't then turn around and do anything that contravenes these requirements.
1: These were really important and valuable points to know, Evelyn. Thanks. Great insights, as always, Evelyn. I always enjoy getting a chance to connect with you and learn about what's happening in Austria. So, on behalf of Evelyn and myself, I want to thank you for joining on the move today. As I said, this is part of a series of podcasts we will be doing on contingent workers around the world. So look out for additional episodes from the countries globally. And of course, if you have any questions about managing your contingent workforce from a tax or social security perspective, please reach out to us or your usual or employment tax contact. And in other episodes, we will tackle a range of topics in the world of employment tax that can help you to better understand and anticipate the challenges and opportunities that come with operating a global workforce. So if you would like, why not take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. Until then, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to On The Move, the global mobility podcast brought to you by Vialto Partners. For more information, please visit us at www.vialto.com. Vialto Partners and Vialto refers to the subsidiaries of CD&R, Galaxy UK Opco Limited, as well as the other members of the Vialto Partners Global Network. The information contained in this podcast is for general guidance on matters of interest only. Vialto is not responsible for any errors or omissions, or for the results obtained from use of this information.